Welcome to the audio podcast of Dwell in the Word from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. Bible readings and devotional commentary to help you grow in faith by dwelling in God's Holy Word. Welcome to Dwell in the Word. Today is Friday. It's August 6th. We begin with a prayer for illumination from Hughes Oliphant Old. Let us pray. Blessed you are, O God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Great Lord, O God Most High, whose gracious gift of the law is a gift of wisdom and insight. Pour out your Spirit, that he might empower our spirits to order our lives by your gospel, to breathe the peace of Christ, to move in the freedom of the kingdom of heaven. Pour out your Spirit, that through his striving with us, that through his gentle voice within us, we might persevere to the end. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. All right, we are finishing up. Joel chapter 2 today. We're going to read from verse 28 through verse 32. Hear the word of the Lord. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. Even on the male and female servants in those days I will pour out my spirit, and I will show wonders in the heavens and on the earth, blood and fire and columns of smoke. The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the great and awesome day of the Lord comes. And it shall come to pass that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem there shall be those who escape, as the Lord has said, and among the survivors shall be those whom the Lord calls. As I was reading this, you may have thought, hmm, this sounds pretty familiar. I didn't realize I was familiar with portions of the book of Joel. Maybe you thought that, maybe you didn't, but there's a reason if you thought that, why you thought that. And that's because this is a big part of Peter's sermon at Pentecost. You can see here what I have highlighted from uh, Acts chapter 2. And so we are familiar with this, and we're also familiar with Peter's interpretation of it, because Peter is saying that this has happened due to the uh, death, resurrection, and ascension of Jesus, and the pouring out of the Spirit at Pentecost. And so we need to interpret that in light of this, right? Because we have a deeper understanding because of the covenant of grace that we have in Christ because of the teaching of the apostles. And so we come to this text looking not only at what Joel is saying, but how Peter has applied it. And so what do we have here? We have in verse 28 that it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. What does this mean? What is the contrast here? What is all flesh? Well, we're contrasting the division between Jew and Gentile with all of flesh, all people. And so the idea here is that the Spirit is going to come not just on the Hebrew people, but it will come on the Gentiles, so all flesh. And this is expanded upon by the categories of people that Joel uses here. Sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. Even the male and female servants. So everybody in the house, from young to old, male and female, they're all going to be partaking in this outpouring of the Spirit. And so what else is going to happen? We're going to see wonders in the heavens and on the earth, blood and fire. The sun shall be turned to darkness, the moon to blood, before the great and awesome day of the Lord comes. Now, how does that apply here? Now, we we have to think about this a little bit. We have to understand prophetic language. And Peter is saying in the book of Acts that this has been exhibited to the people. 
and these last days are upon them. He's not saying that the last days are going to come in a few days or in a few weeks or in a few years, and, and Peter was wrong. He's not saying that. He's saying that Christ's ascension and the coming of, of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost initiated the last days. And so we have to understand this prophetic language. The sun shall be turned to darkness, the moon to blood. Uh, who are the, and I've said this before as we've been in the book of Joel, who are the sun, the moon, and the stars in the Old Testament? Well, it's Israel. Think back to Joseph's family when he has the dream about his parents and brothers. And so these things have happened. The, the sun, Israel, uh, has been uh, lessened in things. That, that's one interpretation of this here. And we have this great and awesome day of the Lord. Well, it was darkened also, right? The sun was darkened while Christ was on the cross. And so we've seen these things. We've seen them happen in the new covenant. And so we can expect that this, these last days of the Spirit being poured on all flesh are upon us. Now, that does not mean that there will not be a greater fulfillment in future history, but Peter is saying that these days are here. And we know that they're here because verse 32 has come to pass also. Think about this. And it shall come to pass that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. What is the prophet Joel saying here? Is he saying, uh, you know, just all the everyone that I mean, all the everyone, all the everyone that I mean is, uh, what I mean by everyone is just the Hebrew people, all the Hebrew people who call on the name of the Lord? No, what have we seen here? That it will be, the Spirit will be poured out on all flesh. And so what do we have? We have this idea that people of every nationality, every tribe, tongue, and nation are coming to faith and they're being saved. Why? Because they have kept the law perfectly? No, because they have called on the name of the Lord and they have been saved. They have faith because you do not call on the name of the Lord unless you have faith. And so we're seeing that this has come to pass and that we are in the last days because we call on the name of the Lord. Most of us listening to this are not Hebrew folk. We are Gentile folk. And so we understand that this has come to pass. We have called on the name of the Lord. We have been saved by his grace. And so this has been fulfilled in us. And, and Peter saw this as we, as we look quickly again at the book of Acts. He had this same idea that, that you were to come to faith and, and what, uh, that the Gentiles were to come to faith. Why? Because there were these people from all over the place speaking different languages and the gospel was going to go out to them after Pentecost. And so that's the anticipation here in the book of Acts that these last days are upon us because the gospel is going out into all the world. And so as we think about what this passage means for us, there's a couple things that we really need to consider. The first one is, what a blessing this is. You and I are able to call on the name of the Lord because this prophecy has come to pass. We would not have faith if it were not uh, for the gospel going to the Gentiles. If God was not pouring out his spirit on all flesh, if, if the Holy Spirit only went to the Hebrews, you and I would not come to faith. We need the spirit to bring us to faith. And because of this coming to pass, you and I are saved. And so what else does this tell us? I mean, obviously, that's the best news there ever was. We have been saved by the grace of God. But it also tells us that if God is pouring out this so abundantly on, on people from every tribe, tongue, and nation, we should be expanding that message out to those that we know. Because anyone who hears that the Spirit brings to faith can, can have eternal life, can have this salvation. They can call on the name of the Lord. And so may we relish in this truth that we have been saved, even though we're Gentile folk, 
and not only relish in it, but share that good news that other people who hear might call on the name of the Lord and be saved. Let us go to prayer. Merciful God, we praise you for your spirit has been poured out on all flesh. Regardless of ethnicity, you bring your people to your grace by faith alone. Grant that we would cherish this great gift, that we might serve you in gratitude for who you are and what you have done. Today, we lift up those in our congregation and community who are sick and are receiving treatments. We ask that you would give them strength and healing. We trust in your sovereign will and know that you are the God who is able to heal. And we pray that the treatments that they are receiving would be effective and that you would guide the hands of the medical professionals that care for them. We also ask for your hand of protection to be upon those who need to travel for treatments or appointments with doctors. Bless them with safe travel. As we begin another day, we know that you have blessed us because you have made known to us the path of life, and we know that in your presence there is fullness of joy. Grant that we would be your faithful servants today, that all honor, glory, and praise may be brought to Christ alone for who he is and for what he has done. It is in the name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. Okay, have yourself a great Friday and a great weekend. Thank you for listening to Dwell in the Word. You can find more information about First Reformed Church at our website, edgertonfrc.org. Dwell in the Word episodes are available weekdays on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can also watch the video versions of these devotions at our Facebook page and YouTube channel.